Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hello. Welcome back back. to Download and Delete, episode 17. Yep. Yes. Yes. My lucky number. Oh, is it? Yep. My birthday is May 17th. Oh, yeah. These birthday Mm -hmm. plans. Mm -hmm. And every time I look at the clock, it seems to be like 517, either a.m. or p.m. So that's your lucky time when you look at the clock and you see your birthday. Oh, Mm -hmm. interesting. Do you ever see yours when you look at the phone? No, I don't think so because I'm 222, right? Yeah. So, um, yours is kind of 222. That's like powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yours is real powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What am I usually doing at 222, though? Probably working. Probably at work. You can yeah. be driving. Yeah. But this week you're on spring break. Yeah. Thank mm. God. Praise him. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy every moment. Yeah, so it's just um, just us today, and I'm excited about it's that. Just be us for a time. Yeah, being, yeah, I, mean. I wanted to just talk about that because we're gonna try to um, elevate our voices for a little while. And elevate our voices. Yeah, I think we have some some Let things to say, heard. and we enjoy each other so much that I think uh, that would be a welcome change to how we do things and. Of course, we want to still um, elevate the folks in the community, Definitely. and there's going to be chances for that for sure. Um, Not like we didn't have people that you know we could have put on the show, but I think it's just time for a download and delete to come out. I think so. I mean, some of my my Your favorite podcasts. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm download. Ooh, yeah, okay, download, I like I'm that. Delete. Okay. Well, I mean, some of my favorite podcasts, I really love to hear from the pe- the creators of it. Mm-hmm. I really love that part about it, and sometimes I even find myself. I, no disrespect, but sometimes I like fast forward through some of the, the guests. <laughs> the guests. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Sometimes. I know. sometimes. No, a lot of people do that. They just yeah. want to hear who they want to hear, and well, that's okay. That's right. Um, but we have, we've had some uh, some really amazing stories featured, and that's what we want to keep doing here. So, you know, just hang with us and see, see all the magic that'll happen. Magic. <laughs> 
so we're gonna get into what the normal format is, right? We'll, yes. we'll stick our with our yep. motivation moment. That's right. We'll stick with that and then move into the downloads. And then I have many questions. Do you have many questions? For I that? do have some. Okay, mm-hmm. good. I, I was like, I didn't know if we were, but pre prepared. Yeah, I've been paying too much attention to it's like public. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> I've been paying too much attention to um. Not public opinion, but um, popular culture right, lately okay. for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know Mine why. is a little different, but it's still fun. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. So do you want to go uh, first with their motivation moment? Or? Certainly. Okay. Um, what do I want to motivate today? I want to motivate people who are who are small business entrepreneurial seekers. Um, if you're seeking to create something and make it your own, I think that's... Um, the, the wave of the future is trying to be your own. I don't want to say brand. I think that's so cliche now for everybody. Like, I'm a brand and I'm branding myself. Like, okay, come on. Everybody has human moments. Yeah, <laughs> Let your like brand brands. stand aside from who you are because yeah. you'll mess up and your brand will too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, you just, you know, people who are working on getting their LLCs, who are actually using their LLCs for what they're supposed to be used for, and it's supposed to generate income for you and your community and your neighborhood. And your community starts with your friends. Your friends bring somebody in, and it's six degrees of separation all around. So just shout out to everybody who is hustling, trying to do stuff on their own, who is tired of working for the man. Because I hear people say that all the time, like, I'm tired of working for the man. Mm-hmm. The MAN, I'm trying to work for myself, which is, you know, great. You can would, do both. You can. Yeah, you can do you both. Can do and both eventually sure. you can just work for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I would advise people to try it both first. Yeah. Definitely try yeah. both. Do both. If you're doing uh, one and then you're trying to move to the Unless other. Unless you're doing yeah. something like you popped off on like, like that part, that girl who sold all that makeup in like 10 minutes. Who sold all that makeup? Kylie Jenner? No, no was it not? I'm talking about the black girl, oh. not Kylie, Ooh, not know. the black Kylie Jenner, because <laughs> she thinks she black too. But anyway, mm-hmm. moving on. But just people who are entrepreneurs, if you selling pies, selling them pies, don't think you finna stop working your nine to five to sell pies. If you are an actor, if you are a dancer, whatever you may be, you know, do your hustle, but still try to hustle up your income. What do you think is going to happen to a lot of people who uh, follow their entrepreneurial dreams in about 10 years? If they keep doing what they what they're doing, I think they're going to, you know, eventually not be able to. I think the goal should be able to you should sell it to a big corporation. Mm -hmm. I think that's always the goal for an entrepreneur. Like I came up with the idea, but I don't want to sit up here and work it for the rest of my Mm -hmm. life. So I think the idea is to create something that you can that's everlasting, that's sleeping to make money. Mm -hmm. So I think the people that come up with these T-shirts because I wanted to do it myself. I wanted to come up with a T-shirt brand, but I'm like, hmm. How is this going to last? You know, what's the five-year plan? Yeah. I spoke to somebody and they said, okay, so what's your five-year plan yep. with this? Are you still going to be selling the same T-shirts or the same thing five, five years from now? Is the thing going to be funny five years from now? Mm-hmm. You have to think about stuff like that right. when you're doing, like, a business model. So my gears have changed and I'm focusing on, like, one specific thing I want to do. And, you know, I think it's it's something that everybody is able to do. Yeah. And I saw it, like, on YouTube. It was a commercial on YouTube. And the lady was saying how she came up with, like, a makeup brand. But it's through she um, attached her own brand to a, a larger corporation's makeup brand. So, like, an Olay. But she'll put her her face and her um, brand on the Olay product and sell it as hers. But it's, like, a distributed through their company. Mm. And, like, a lot of people don't know that you can do stuff like that. Mm. That you can piggyback off of somebody that's already established yeah. and just make it your own. You just give them a percentage of it. And eventually, you know, you start making money in your sleep. 
Hmm. So that's kind of like the focus that I want to do. I want to focus on something where I can make money in my sleep. If I'm going to be selling pies, what is a way that I can sell these pies now and then sell them five years from now and it still make an impact? So yeah. that was a good question. Oh, yeah, I just, mm-hmm. yeah, it just brings all kinds of thoughts in my yeah. ab- in my head about. And that's th- good because I don't think people think about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like they, they want to make curtains. Okay, you want to make curtains. The curtains may be popping this year, but the fat is going to fall down. And what are you going to do after that? Well, and then now in this case where it's not only the fads are dying down, but the landscape is changing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you've seen a lot of previously very successful places that are no longer existing anymore because the model just didn't work for, you know, an economic downturn or mm-hmm. a pandemic or whatever. So everybody's got to change their model or there's new opportunities to do new things. There you is. Know, that, that, that's not offered in the market right now or, you know, fulfilling a need, not just taking your skill and, and profiting off of it. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's the way, like, to make, you know, extra money on the side. Like, okay, you use the money from your LLC business to put in your savings account, and you splurge off that money, and you make sure you save some from your real check, too, you know? So it just helps you have liquid cash. Yeah. And I think everybody likes to have a little liquid cash, mm-hmm. especially now that's why the um the stimulus was so important to some people because they wanted just a little liquid cash. They wanted some cash. You know, I got my savings, I got my checking, but I want something that I can just go out and spend on myself or spend on my kids or, yeah. you know, just to splurge a little. Mm-hmm. And I think people deserve it. I do too. There's so many jokes being made I about the stimulus stuff. I all the stimulus memes and I did jokes. too. Oh, I loved them, but I'm like, there is a good thing about this stimulus. It's not meant to be, don't take away somebody's joy. Yeah, I know. I loved it. I like it. I hope it continues. We'll see. We'll see. What I'll leave. Maybe well, there's gonna be the some stimulus or the maybe uh, all the um, the flood of capital in the economy right now. Either through PPP or through whatever EIDL or through stimulus or whatever. Do you think we'll get another stimulus? I don't know about that. <laughs> I think this was the last one, I but think I heard that's about it. the max is two thousand. So I think we might get a two thousand stimulus. I. Th- think i oh. heard some talk about that mm, no. and i watched these crazy shows on youtube and i heard there may be one last stimulus because i think it was in england or somewhere their stimulus they capped out at 2000 hmm, we'll see i don't know but they're back like you told me yesterday they're back in another lockdown right uh well none of my friends in belgium are oh. until the end of april so oh yeah, that's, that's in germany awful but belgium um so like ghent which is in that's you not know, in Germany. No, it's oh, a Belgium. It's Belgium its own waffle. like. There you go. That's okay. <laughs> 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 the underground railroad was a real thing. Yes, <laughs> Bel- Belgian beer. They got all that good stuff. Yeah. In Bel- well, where chocolate. Is Belgium? Belgium. It's, a, it's, it's just, its own country. It's like in whoa, between. So yeah. it's close to Amsterdam. Teach it's me close something. To I don't know France. nothing about it, but yeah. I love the UK. Oh, I love the UK. Yeah, I do. I, I love Europe. I know. In and all. What's your motivational moment? motivation so so i was going to talk about how i was motivated by the whole nps you know vote but i want to change because it's cool i mean you i I always talk about stuff like that y'all already know how i feel about education you're a teacher i'm sure our our folks know how i feel about education so y'all know how i feel about the kids going back to school and you probably know some of the details about that already if you don't then it just happens so you know read up on it and see what they what they're trying to do okay but I don't know if I'm motivated by this, but I think this is it's quintessential Wisconsin. Um, 
I love and, the word quintessential. Yes, it is. <laughs> so you know how, so you and I just went to this place, um, Concoctions recently, and yes, we um, got a, I got rum punch and you got some crazy colored concoction or mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. Right. And um, I was surprised that you can take it, but you could take it because they seal it, right? Mm-hmm. They put it in a container and then they give you the little carry, like the little trial Shot. size mm-hmm. bottles of liquor or whatever. It's Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you can go in and, and grab a drink and order, and they make it all nice and fancy and a nice menu and all that, and pretty girls serving it to you and all that stuff, right? But just this past week, um, this Assembly Bill Thirty Two allows all Wisconsin bars, mm-hmm. grocery stores, restaurants, and liquor stores to sell to go drinks, y'all. What? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, what? So all bars in Milwaukee can now sell to-go drinks. So not just bars. Anybody who sells, anybody who has a liquor license <laughs> can sell. Um, bars. Anybody who has a Class B liquor license. Yes, I knew you would know this town. They. You know, town gonna know something uh-huh. about drinking, honey. <laughs> Drugs and DEA. <laughs> Any DEA information, Tone is going to know. <laughs> he is going to know. Has a class B. <laughs> so they know about this carry out liquor thing, man. Yeah. Yep. So, yes. Okay. Yes. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm just talking about right now. Yes. All right. Vibes Creative Studio got slushy starting five dollars next week. Let's go. Yes. 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 Freeze one and bring it down here Saturday and we'll enjoy it on Sunday. <laughs> All right. She said it live. <laughs> oh, look at God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at the pink box. Okay. They're giving Ooh, free food out box. here. Um, out, out at the Sherman Phoenix. It's not pink Phoenix. right here. It's like lit. So. Oh, okay. So I guess uh, he's opening open in the box. All right, let me finish okay, talking. Finish I'm talk- We're okay. sorry, guys. That's okay. Oh, Still a little distracted. They gave you a Ooh. lot of goodies in here. Oh, you get a cinnamon bun. Hey, if you're watching live, they are having this big food giveaway here at the Sherman Phoenix. Make sure you get down here, and it's until 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. These are it's a brownie, a mm. cinnamon. Let a, me see it. It looks yummy. Ooh. Popcorn from Lush. Chili. And Oh. Yeah, lush, lush is good. Yes, mm-hmm. It's really good. I maybe we maybe we can try to get in that line. I, I Do we all have boxes in there, or this no, was just yours? We'll get one. We'll get one. We had a That's yummy okay. caramelized banana. Oh muffin. yeah, I probably didn't eat that box anyway. <laughs> Give that to the kids. You need to enjoy that yourself. That looks like some delicious treats. Eat that right off there. your wife tonight. <laughs> okay, so let me. Okay, continue. So continue, Shana. Finishing about drinks. There you I'm go. I'll open this room chat. Okay. Okay, so um, so if you got a Class B license, free, you can you can sell it curbside. Not only can you sell it curbside, but people can call and order it. But you could always do that from like La Fuentes. They always sell like the to go margaritas. I didn't know they did that. Yes, I always got the to go margaritas. Wait, it's already blended into. It's already the... blended. It comes in a tub. I think y'all just, snitching no. on La Fuentes. They've always well, it's legal now. So if they've done it, they've been doing it. They were ahead of the curve. So now the difference. So um, I guess before um, you could 
order it, but um, let's see, I forgot what it, you could order it. Like under the current law, bars and restaurants can sell drinks to go only if they are in the original packaging. So okay. it couldn't be something that was like you took the tequila and mixed it in with a blended drink and then sell it. You couldn't do that. It had to be like this little bottle of whatever rum chata came in the bottle and I could sell it to you that way. But now okay. now you can sell a glass of wine to go. You Ooh. can sell a little daiquiri or whatever, right? That's super dope. So some people are some people are not happy with this. They think that um it contribute to drunk driving and it'll um let younger people who are under 21 get their hands on liquor more often than they already Why? do. Um, but it's, it's, I guess if the governor signs it into law, then it's statewide and it'll be hard for any um, local government to pass their own legislation about how to restrict to the, squash sa- it. Yeah, the sale of these, um, these drinks. So I don't know if I'm motivated by it yet, but I think it's interesting. Uh, it's it, to me really you know speaks <laughs> to uh wisconsin culture and i'm of course like we just heard some there are certain business owners who are motivated by it and it'll help them and it's, that's what it's meant to do mm-hmm. help people who um have been affected by the pandemic so i like that i'm so, super hyped for it yep that's i guess it's motivating yeah all right good so i know we had a little um fyi you know. i just got an email from credit karma my credit score has improved you know that credit karma score is a vantage score and then the other one is fico and that's the one you want to know about even though it's fico uh i'll talk to you i'll tell you how to get a little insight on that i need all the credit knowledge i can get okay because i'm learning a lot about this stuff all right okay so now are we going to download yep it's time to go there guys That chili must have been good, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Tom faded that. Okay, I guess you're not eating this lovely oh, peach no, she, Danish she thing. Forcing she forcing you. All these... Okay, I was about to say, because you got to taste this she Rocket Baby. Forcing it, it so down. delicious. Rocket Baby's good. Okay. Well, let me do my download yeah, quickly okay. and efficiently. Yes, I will so, do the same. I don't even, let me get her name because I want to be as thoughtful and as correct as I need to be. I watched this documentary the other day about this young lady who she was anorexic, uh, Caucasian girl. I hate saying white. I hate just saying black or something like that. Anyway, um, this Caucasian girl who was anorexic. She was like uh, 16, 17. She got pregnant by her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend or whatever, and she didn't tell her parents. Her parents did not know she was pregnant throughout her entire pregnancy. They showed pictures of her. They went on family vacation. With, she was seven months pregnant. She was in a two-piece. You could not tell she was pregnant, seven months pregnant. No, this is not generations. This is real life. So they probably took it from real life. So anyway, what happened was she ended up having her baby in her room. She says the baby was born without an umbilical cord, so the baby just came out. She wrapped the baby in a towel, went in the backyard, buried the baby, and the only way that the people, well, people found out about it, and this became such a big story, is because she went to her doctor, and her doctor did an exam. Of course, the doctor's going to say, you just gave birth. What's going on here? Anyway... So she's doing her interrogation and you watching her interrogation and she's just crying and she keeps saying, did I do something bad? I'm going to go to jail for the rest of my life. Oh my God, I can't believe this. And just acting so hard, you know, 
Like she was just so sad. Make a long story short, she goes to trial or whatever. She gets found not guilty on all charges. They charged her with uh, the murder of the baby, burying a corpse or whatever and everything. So she got found innocent of all things. My thing was, and I probably felt this and I don't want this to be like a cultural appropriation type of thing. I just felt like if she was a black girl, she probably would have done some time. Mm. Now, they're saying that it wasn't murder because the baby was a stillborn. Mm, okay. But how do we know? But when she went to her doctor, her doctor gave her birth control pills and she said she started taking the birth control pills from that day. Mm. So I'm thinking the birth control pills murdered the baby. Wouldn't that be murder if you're taking birth control pills to try to terminate the pregnancy? She said she was too far along when she went to the doctor to have an abortion. Mm. So if you're too far along to have an abortion and you start taking birth control pills, you're trying to kill your baby, right? Yeah, that that really is. Mm. And I know it's a controversial topic, and I wanted to ask you as a woman, Mm. I don't want to be like just a man and be like sexist and say, hey, that's wrong. I just feel like you buried the baby. You didn't tell anybody. You wanted to keep this secret. And if had you had not gone to your doctor, you would never told nobody. You visited this site after you buried this little, this baby you called it a it, but it was a little girl. And I'm just thinking like, if the baby, how can a baby be born without an umbilical cord? Hmm. Does that happen? I don't know. It's possible. I mean, can that happen? I don't know how the baby could sustain itself without being connected. Yeah. How do you, so, how does it grow? And then was it a stillborn? Cause she said the baby was dead when the baby came out. It could have been. But. Because of the way she probably delivered Exactly. The baby, mm-hmm. But it killed the baby. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like you said, when you factor in the uh, birth control, that definitely could have affected it. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, like maybe the umbilical cord was underdeveloped and like right when it came out, maybe, it, you know, she just couldn't tell. I, or she I don't pulled know. it out and it ripped it's out. Possibly. And Anything could have happened. But this reminds me about how what women say about abortion and why it should be legal anyway. And it's a, a part of that argument is that women are going to find a way to to do it themselves if it's exactly. not accessible. Her name was Brooke Skyler Richardson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Brooke, what was the middle name? Brooke Skyler Richardson. Oh yeah, yeah. So and there are lots of stories like that where you know something happens, they deliver them to term, and then they do throw them in the she garbage. And should have been found guilty if during the interrogation she knew she was pregnant. She knew she was pregnant. She said everything in her. I watched the entire interrogation while she I listened to it. She said she knew she was pregnant. Hmm. And she was found innocent. She was found innocent and on probably, all charges. Do you th- was it because of they s- talked about her psychological state as to why she made certain decisions? Is it, did it have anything yes, to do with that? Yes, they did yeah. bring I, a, a, a psychologist on stand yeah. to speak about all that I'm sure that's her what trial. it has something so, to do with. You know, her attorney was great. She was already anorexic, so there's yeah, evidence of her. She was already you know, anorexic, and she had, like, those type of problems. And yeah. it was she was breaking up with the boy, so she didn't want to have the baby. And her parents, if you, the parents went into the interrogation and said, why didn't you tell us? This is so bad. You could have told, having a baby would have been joyful for us. Yeah. We would have got through it. We would have been mad a night and we would have woke up happy. Well, right. Well, isn't that the same argument? What are the parents of, um, you remember the woman who killed her daughter, Casey, 
Anthony. Anthony. And oh. the parent, the grandparents were like, we would have taken her. And she got found innocent too, right? question. Did yeah, she, she got, got off. She got found innocent? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, people, I don't guess that's why women just don't think at the time about, you know, they were, how other people will react. They probably think the worst, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you're in like a precarious psychological state. Do you but don't then make the right decisions? Before that one, I had watched this um this crazy story. I want to get her name, too, because her story was crazy. This wife who was married to this guy, and he divorced her, and he was trying to take the kids because he was saying she had emotional problems. So she videotaped herself. This was, like, in the 90s. And she was videotaping herself, like, everything. She videotaped her little girls this morning. It was a little girl birthday. She videotaped her kids saying she loved it. And she was like, look how nasty our apartment is. And she scrolled the apartment. She scrolled the camera around. And she was like, um, yeah, your dad just thinks we live in a, a house of filth and all this. And they're going to take you guys away. They don't think I need to be with you. I don't think they don't think I love you. And then she recorded herself after she had drowned her little girls in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. got really crazy. Yeah, and I can't watch she like went that. on to say that she she did it to save the little girls. To save her children from the from the dirty apartment from the father because oh. he was abusive he abused mm-hmm. her during the relationship and the kids got to see that and she didn't want them to be raised by her or his family mm-hmm. and all this and so and I went I, I I said that to say she had these kids and she took them out because she didn't want them to get hurt is that the same as these is, was that the same as this little girl who had this stillborn baby who was taking these. Mm. birth control pills I mean it's the same thing she was trying to not have this baby because she didn't want this baby to be in the world yeah but we all know in this country you know the way we think about well the way we think about unborn children is just oh yeah yeah. I think that could be yeah it's different yeah I mean I don't I'm not I know it's just an abortionist yeah that that that's an issue that um, I am pro-choice Make I don't have a vagina or any <laughs> fallopian tubes to make a decision about it, so I don't think men should have make a decision about women's health at all. Uh-huh. But it raises questions when you think of stuff like if that girl lived on Titonia and Burleigh and she got but she buried the baby in the backyard and the neighbor saw it and it would be a big thing and she probably would be in jail for the rest of her life. But because this girl was from Utah and her name was Skyler. Brooke Schuyler Richardson, <laughs> she mm. got found innocent. Yeah. And it was mm. just like jaw dropping. Like, you did what? You had this baby. You went into labor in your room. Your parents were asleep. You didn't tell them. And you wrapped this baby in the towel, went out at like three o'clock in the morning, buried the baby outside. Mm. Yeah. In a shallow grave. Yeah. And went on about your life. Went to prom the day oh, of her. Too many stories like that. There was a, wasn't there yes. a story where a girl had a baby during prom and just went back to dancing? There's a story like that too. That's crazy. Yeah, you you under, you don't understand the psyche of some people around certain things, yes, and certain crazy. decisions they make. You know? That was just my download. That was just something. If you have some, if you want something to you know, download, research on, or look at if you're bored. The, what was her name? Skylar Brooke, Brooke Skylar Richardson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check that YouTube. Out. It's really interesting. Mm. You'll be surprised. Like what? Okay, so it's a YouTube documentary. It is a YouTube documentary. You ready, Shauna? Yeah. So. I was going to focus on two things that have, been hap- that have been happening in the news cycle, but I'll focus on this one because I think this is enough. But I really want to talk about whether or not 
certain things that are happening recently are bad for black people and bad for the movement. Um, so I, I was reading an article about um, a woman who, a black woman who, um, her family immigrated from Mali. She's at a, a rich, um, co- not rich, but a prestigious college called Smith College in uh, Massachusetts. And um, she talked about being profiled when she was trying to eat her lunch on campus. And then she, the police, were, the campus police were called on her. So she made a big deal about it. And, um, it, you know, got picked up by the ACLU and all these news outlets. And um, later on, though, they realized that there was no evidence of racial discrimination. And she just used her blackness to try to... Um, elevate herself almost in the news media about about racism but I I don't know if I want to focus on that what I what I really wanted to talk about was um have you heard about this little did you see the video of this five-year-old boy being taken back to school by the police no oh my god okay you have to go back and watch it but in um Montgomery County Maryland Mm mm-hmm um, there's footage, uh, they, there has been this ca- uh, body cam footage released where these two police officers, um, they uh, found this little boy who had run away from school. Um, so he got into some trouble in the classroom and he, you know, threw a computer and broke it and, you know, I guess hit another student and then he left the premises and walked about, got about two blocks away. The police came upon him. And so that's where the body cam footage starts. The body cam footage starts with this little boy kind of standing against the cop car with his, like, hands in his sleeves, like, you know, this cute little stance, you know. He was a fifth grader? He was five years old. So I oh. think that's a kindergartner when they're five. Oh. Yeah, so um, so then the, so the video, the little boy is just sobbing, and the, the cop is just like, what, is, what are you doing? You know, you can acting up in school, and you're – a little beast and you just need I hope your mama whoops you and I hope she lets me whoop you and you know so they're just yelling at him he's sobbing they put him in the cop car take him back to school and so there's all this camera footage of them like dragging him into the schools dragging him out of the car he's crying it's like heartbreaking to hear this little boy of course, you know he's probably naughty as hell he's probably acting a fool at school but you know I don't want to know his race okay so (laughs) So we'll get into that. So so they drag him in, they sit him in the chair, they're yelling, the um there's a so the there are two police officers, um there's a female police officer named Dion Holiday, and then there's a male police Made officer for TV name. named Kevin Christman. Okay, uh-huh. so they finally get him back to school. They, you know, then they didn't just leave once they got him back, right? They okay. they take him to the principal's office, drag him in there, sit him in the chair. And um, just continue to like berate him, like this little boy, this little t- in front of the class. Well, not in front of the class, in the principal's office. It must have been like the principal's office or whatever they were in. He was he was gone. They weren't gonna take him back in class at that point. Um, but so that you see the the female police officer screaming in his face like five times, like he's crying, he's sobbing. So she's doing that thing where you. You yell in someone's face louder than what they're yelling. If they're yelling, so you're like, ah, you're yelling back in their face. Uh She's doing this immature thing with him. Um, The other officer, uh, so the mom finally comes to get the boy. She's explaining how she has a hard time disciplining him because she doesn't want it to be bordering on abuse and that the the state will take him away from her. Uh Um, This black police officer, these 
by the way, these police officers are black, both of them. Okay. This little boy is black, okay? The the Kevin Christman pulls out his handcuffs and puts it on the boy and saying, like, on some scared straight type shit, right? Like, this is what's going to happen to you if you don't, you know, listen to your teachers and your mother and, you know, all this whatever, right? So this, this is infuriating. Was, so it was really, it was really disheartening. It was really hurtful to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it is for me because I, you know, am around kids for my life and my job all the time. So I see little kids like that. I work with little, little kids like him who mm-hmm. run out of the school building and um, who throw things and break them and who will cuss you out and who come from environments that. Um, um, that they don't know how to uh, employ strategies to deal with these behaviors, mm-hmm. and it's a behavior sometimes that these kids can't control. So I just what like, was this boy's race? He's black. He's a little black boy, and and the cops were black. So his and his mom, mom actually came to the so school. So the mom came, and when she came, she's explaining these things to the police officers, and she she didn't the police go off officer, on them. I know the police officer put the handcuffs on the little boy in front of her. She probably wanted them to do that to, like, scare him straight. Like, he bad at home, so y'all scare him straight. Because a lot of kids cry when you mention the police to them. Like, you say, I'm going to call the police on you. Somebody just told me that this week that their nephew or niece cries every time you say that I'm going to call the police on you, which is crazy because you shouldn't be scared of the police. You should feel, like, safe around the police, you know? I know. I mean, I'm just... I don't know how to feel about this. Uh, so there's there's just discussion and discourse about, about this incident online right now. And I think what it, what it relates to to me is that police officers are not teachers. They're not social workers. They're not psychologists. They're not. Um, and I think that this uh, supports the argument that we need alternative response options yeah, to police. Yeah, there should have been somebody other than the police. And you would think that that would be his teacher, either his special ed teacher or some other person or yeah like some sort of interventionist like a social worker or counselor or Mm -hmm. i don't know why they weren't involved maybe they had tried and he just doesn't jive with them i don't know but they i just it, it was it was disheartening how these officers felt really comfortable just like accosting this kid like I'll beat you. If I, you were my child, I would whoop you right now. And I hope your mother does this. And you're telling the mom you need to whoop his ass. And, you know, just saying yeah. this, 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 I think all they of were this. trying to, like, scare him straight. Um, do I think it's going to work? Possibly. Do I think he'll grow up to hate the police and do stuff against the police? Definitely. He's going to be scarred for life. That's something he'll never forget. Mm-hmm. That's just like if you had a fight at school, you never forget your fights at school. Yeah, yeah. You'll never forget that. No matter how much memory loss, you'll be like, okay, yeah, I had a fight at school. You know. And that's what a lot of the people who supported the police's actions say. They're like, it takes a village. You know, I am I would have thanked those police officers if, if that was my child because we have to prepare black boys for the world and, you know, um, you know, that's the way that they we need to scare them so that they won't no. do they won't learn to, they would learn not to do this stuff anymore. Um, they need to be threatened. Um, so the parents need there first needs to be a, a town hall, a school with a mandatory meeting for parents to come and say, if these actions happen, what is what do you want us to do? And, you know, in those regards. So if your kid acts up, what do you want us to do? When I was growing up, I went to a, a private school. I went to Harambe. They used to whoop kids mm-hmm, then. Mm-hmm. I remember Miss Hughes whooped somebody in front of us across her lap and whooped their butt. Mm-hmm. She didn't care because mm-hmm. she was, you know, you did wrong. You was going to get a whooping. Yeah. And we, I don't know where that stopped at, maybe after my fourth grade year, but people used to get whoopings in class. 
Well, I, I, I think maybe in this instance, the dialogue is about what what is the role of the police and then ultimately what is the role of black police officers in our community. And so... To scare scare people that's doing wrong. But I think there needs to be a different approach when it comes to children. I think so, too. And so I think, you know, I mentioned the um, incident at Smith College. And I'll I'll link the article because I didn't go into depth about it. But both of these events made me think about, you know, are are these incidents harmful for the movement? Are they harmful to black people's um, uh, attempt to move past certain racial trauma you know, and I think some of this stuff is really nuanced, too, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we d- we have like a very focused discussion about race right now. Um, but I think we got to like the overall discussion needs to be how we think critically about certain issues. And um, I don't know. I just I think about that kind of stuff a lot. So that's what I wanted to do. Down- I'm just downloading the way. Um, incidents of race and culture and equity are presented in the news cycle right now. So I just wanted to bring that up. That's dope. (laughs) Thank you. It's provoking. Yeah, it is. It provoked some questions and thoughts. Because if it was my child, I wouldn't want that to happen. But then I go back to saying, well, if it was my child, it wouldn't happen because my child wouldn't get mad and throw no computer. But you don't want to say that because you never know what could happen. And you don't want to say that any child is better than the next or one child's actions won't be like the other. He could have been a good boy at home and somebody just pissed him off at school, bullying him. And he just that day he decided to stand up for himself. And this all happened. So he probably feel like he can never stand up for himself again. I know. So I think there is a double edged sword when it comes to situations and topics like this. It does. And the kids. Kids need to, uh, and I think what I learned about that watching that footage is that there were they they escalated that. You know, there was an opportunity right in the beginning for them to be kind to him, and they were already pissed off that he had walked out of school. I he had broken their expectations of what you're supposed to do as a young person. And they were just like, "What are you doing out here?" It just automatically angry, and, and then we you don't can't come know. out. You can't come like that all but the time. But what if they were? What if they were facing a situation where little kids were being kidnapped or being stole? He could have got hit by a car. I'm sure those are the topics that were going that. through the police officers' heads. They probably were parents themselves, so they probably were like, "Oh my God, little boy, you're five years old in the the kindergarten. You could be hurt out here. You could have been kidnapped. It could be deeper than that." So. It's a double-edged sword. I would have been happy that my child was okay. I would have been embarrassed as a parent because I'm sure his mother was embarrassed on top of her. Yeah, she was. Like, I don't want to get arrested. Girl, I got a dime bag of weed in my purse. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be arrested. So I'm sure, you know, it's a double-edged sword. No. I don't want to say, you know. It's something to to chew on, right? It is. We'll revisit the issues and and, and. future stories but i grew up with the police giving us baseball cards so uh, yeah we need to go back to those times that's right, that's right. <laughs> even though baseball cards community relations passe right what they gonna hand out now if they don't give us baseball cards what can you get from the police uh they, i think they still do i think they still do baseball <laughs> cards they still do they still do who is collecting baseball cards I, I just, can you even sell baseball cards now you know what someone just gave uh, my son a baseball card uh like um, like two weeks ago, and it was kind of cool. How much was it worth? Did y'all look know. up how much it was? It worth? was a Negro League card. Oh, it's probably worth something. I don't know. Mm. And it was signed by the person who was in the Negro League. Oh, okay, that was I a good gift. Huh? That's a collector's item. So yeah, they're kind of cool to get. Is it original or was it just like a? I don't know what do you mean original. Like was it like an original baseball? Oh, card I don't know. I think he's just signature. got a bunch of them that he gives out because he's like, you know, I'm getting older and here's memories kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's I don't dope. Know. I know. He should look up. The, you ain't see how much it was worth. 
I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna preserve it. His name is Donald. Saran wrap that card. (laughs) (laughs) Put it between the couch cushions like Aretha Franklin. (laughs) That's what she kept her will. You're funny. All right. Okay. Let's go on. What Aretha Franklin? Genius. I tried to watch Aretha Franklin Genius. I. It do, it's not a consecutive story. It's a series. Oh, okay. And it jumps back and forth. And I don't have a problem with going, you know, doing foreshadowing or anything like that. But it's just, mm, I didn't see this lady playing Aretha Franklin. Isn't there another Aretha Franklin movie being made? Or, like with Jennifer Hudson or something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's that what I, it's like hard to watch this one and then watch that one. Like all these Mahalia Jackson stories that's yeah, going on. Yeah. It's like, okay, just give us one. We loved Mahalia. We love Aretha. Just give us one story. Yeah. Speaking of that, I was looking at an old video of Dionne Warwick. When I say Tiana Taylor looks just <laughs> like the old Dionne Warwick. Oh, that's funny. Like, she just does. I know. like her. And I think she's playing her. Yeah, she, she says yeah. she wants Tiana Taylor to play her. Yeah, that's perfect. Be epic. Perfect casting right there. Perfect, because Dionne Warwick is layered. She even has that kind of, like, um, sultry voice like Dionne Warwick does. Tiana Dionne Taylor Warwick does. is a layered woman. She's not a normal 71 80 something year old woman you don't she, make them like that no more yeah she's spicy <laughs> she'll tell you how she feel i think when you get to that age you just tell people how you feel but shit i'm 40 and i tell them how i feel right now <laughs> let's go on to these uh menu yeah, questions no, Shana, right. i got Can something i need to yeah you know okay good <laughs> let's get latoya jackson spicy okay should i go first yeah you go first okay i'm gonna um i got some i'm gonna trim my questions now because i know go we gotta ahead. get out of here so i'm just gonna talk about um okay so i've been consuming a lot of current events recently mm-hmm. but have you <laughs> have you seen this video of this woman who's at this bakery she's blonde petite woman no, and she didn't have a mask. She's with her kids. Yeah, who are I saw biracial. That one. Yeah, she calls the person, and she I... said they they said they're not. She's not gonna. He's not gonna serve you because you don't have your mask, mask on. on. And she's like, he's not gonna serve me because he's a bitch ass nigger. <laughs> no, she said nigger. N i g g e r. She said the entire made, profane she, word. I thought she said nigger. No, she said nigger. Did she? Yes. Okay, so they always bleep she it out, it but twice. I tried. To, okay, she said it twice. Okay, mm-hmm. so this woman said that and um she eventually said that she's like five percent african-american according to her dna blah 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 oh right gosh. but my question is do you think sh- should ethnically ambiguous ambiguous or white passing individuals be able to use any kind of aave especially the word nigga okay i need to say this in all fair fair thinking and i thought about this a lot i've been called a nigger before i've had Two, two situations of hate crimes that I can speak about on a later time. Um, to me, because I didn't grow up with my mother saying nigga or nigger or that was not the terminology used in my house, for me to hear anybody say it is automatically like a cuss word, kind of. Mm, okay. It's a little bit more than a cuss word. It's just like... Do you got to say it? But mm-hmm. I can't judge anybody for saying it. It seems I'll derogatory. It, yeah, it yeah. seems like a derogatory term, mm-hmm. like fag. Mm-hmm. Or like if I hear somebody say gay or something like that, and it's like, why are you making it such like a derogatory thing? Mm-hmm. Because a nigger is not a black person. It's just a, a term used to slur black people. Mm-hmm. A nigger can come in any race, nationality, creed, or color. There, is, there are... There are Belgium niggers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a person acting ignorant or a person, you know, mm-hmm. 
But in America, it just takes. But in America, it takes a different term, and I think that white people say it to infuriate black people. But if you watch the video. The white people around her were more infuriated yeah. with her standing than the black people was. Yeah. The black yeah. people was like, "Okay, I'm used to it. I know that's what you was gonna say. Ah, you think you punch me, but I'm gonna punch you harder." Mm-hmm. It's just like that. Did you ever see that video of that lady in the hotel and she calls the boy a nigger and she's still trying to check in? He's like, "It's above me now." Oh yeah. It's like, uh-huh. yeah, you said that, but mm-hmm. I'm finna. It didn't even phase him because he was mm-hmm. like, "I'm finna get you mm-hmm. harder than what you thought you were gonna yeah. get me. Yeah. All you did was help me get you." Mm-hmm. And I think if people start seeing it that way, it's like. Let them set themselves up. Yeah. No matter what race they are, let themselves. Because I watch, you know, I watch a lot of crazy videos. And like anytime you see people fighting, like, get that nigga, get that nigga. And I'll be like, oh my God. These Latinos say it all the time. If you see anybody fighting, I shouldn't have said these Latinos. That sounds so like divisive. Yeah. Well, and that's <laughs> in the videos or anybody you see fighting, they say nigga. Any white, yeah. Anytime you see a white girl fighting, they're like, get that nigga. And it's just like mm-hmm. so passe now. Yeah. Well, and uh, from the, from other posts she's made, you know, she is she's attempting to be a racial provocateur anyway. In most of the ways she tries to interact with language, and mm-hmm. she's got these biracial kids and so she thinks that she can say anything and you know she's engaged in like these you know um, she probably discussions did that about knowing race. that it was gonna go viral just yeah, so she, she could she get just, a bigger name so you're herself. right i mean that goes to your point that people are you know they use that word to be pro- provocative yeah. a lot of times too so like yeah. we and it's probably because the way we react to it mm-hmm. the weight that that word carries so mm-hmm. stop so, giving it so much weight so no to the no to the uh, or you don't care about how white passing people use it okay i do care about mm-hmm. it now don't go just around saying it oh hunky dory just thinking like i'm gonna offend you i'm gonna mm-hmm. offend you like i just don't like people walking around and be like hey fag 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 mm-hmm. like no it's not gonna be tolerated yeah, yeah. it's just not gonna happen it's not, cool. it's not gonna be happening if you're going around saying nigger 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 yeah. nigger nigger it don't matter nigga or anything yeah. nigga, ninja, ninja <laughs> anytime you're gonna refer to me in a, I don't go around calling anybody out their name, basically. Anytime you call somebody out their name, I think it can be derogatory. Anytime you, any, anytime you say it in an aggressive way, it can be thought, as, thought of as derogatory. Okay. So I think you could be calling somebody short. And if you're saying, like, what up, shorty? Shorty. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, how you say things. I see. So it can be brought on anything. Was that your question? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Well, my questions are different this week because I just want to know if you know these terminologies. Okay. And uh, I'll just do like, there's 17, but I'll just do the ones that I wanted to see if you know. Okay. Do you know what? Um, <laughs> do you know what queefing means? Yeah, I heard about this. Uh, queef. Let's see. It has something. It's a sexual <laughs> term. It's like. Tom, um, why are you falling out? <laughs> is it like when you like have a like a fart from your other parts or something like that? It's like the mac and cheese. Oh, <laughs> Queefing no. is when the air escapes from the vagina or the anus during or after sex penetration, mm-hmm. making see, a farting right. sound. Okay. You were right. Yay. 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 You know what is. I don't know why I know that. Queef, 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 queef. And I knew, see, look, you judged me. <laughs> He's like, she is not going to know what this is. <laughs> oh, okay, that 
what's the next term? Oh no, uh, do you have another question? Oh, it's okay. We're not. You're not going down the line with the terms. No, are you okay. gonna? I do have one. one more question. Let's but do you want to go with the list, or you want me to go? With I them? want you to go, and then I'm gonna ask you another. Okay, one. so yeah. okay, this is the last question because okay. this is okay. So okay, because I had a couple more, but we'll get into that later. Because I yeah okay, um so. <laughs> I had no idea who this man Derek Jackson was. Okay, do you know who this I person is? I don't know this story. I swear, it's so I do, hot this week. I do I'm not, like, who I have is no he? idea. Why is everybody talking about this? Is man? that the video with him sitting next to his wife and she yes. got like a head scarf on? She or got something. on that beret. That look, she looked like a sister wife to me. I'm like, <laughs> she looks so scary. The whole situation. He's like this Please YouTuber. Tell us, Tom, what yeah. is the situation? So Derek Jackson is um, a social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. have to specify social media because he doesn't give you actual advice to fix your relationship. He's the kind of person who talks to a direct brand of women and bashes men while trying to uplift mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. So okay. For example, he's like, women, if you got a man who won't take the trash out, you shouldn't be with him. Men who don't take out the trash and never grow up to be anything, mm-hmm. get you a man who take out the trash. Mm-hmm. Which is understandable. Not saying that nothing he ever says is wrong, but he feels that he always needs to bash men mm-hmm. in order to get his, his point across. Yeah. He's smart. He's trying to get a fan base. Yeah. Yes, he does. He has a fantastic He started off on Instagram, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fantastic fan base. He has at least two books mm-hmm. specifically out. Mm-hmm. And they better. buying it up. They mm-hmm. buying it up. They're consumers. All right. So you have a guy who has spent his whole career telling you mm-hmm. you always need you always deserve a man better than the man you have or the man that you're getting. Mm-hmm. Recently got exposed not once, not twice, but three times he has had mistresses. Yeah. And not just women coming out saying, Oh yeah, I'm no no no. Started off with a woman saying, yes, me and him have been messing around. Mm-hmm. The second one was like, well, me and him have also been messing around. And the third one with receipts. Me and him have been messing around for six years. Mm-hmm. When he does these videos in his car, mm-hmm. this particular house that you see in the background, that's my house. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't, I've slept with him in, in his bed that, him, yeah, that he shares with his wife, house. like grimy stuff. So like. my point would be, is he... Are they proving his point right or wrong? Okay, so let me tell you. This is my question. My question (laughs) is, so my question is, um, what, so because you don't know a lot about it, but I was wondering what the, maybe you can answer this, Tom. What is the commentary about this? Um, Is it it about the institution of marriage? Is it about the black church? Um, Or is it about, um, you know, like the dynamic of heterosexual relationships in the black community? Um, That's what I want to know. Like Like what, what's the issue? Yeah. The issue is, how you going to tell you us something? You have been telling women all this time you don't need to deal with this type of man mm-hmm. only for you to come out and be that type of man. No, well, that of is, that's I how mean, preachers have been preaching yeah, for centuries. That ain't nothing new. That's why everybody is doing like, ain't nothing new. we get it. He's ingenious because even now when he's been exposed, he's, he's getting more fans. He's done the typical thing mm-hmm. he's supposed to do. You get in trouble. You apologize. You apologize. Mm-hmm. You stand next to the woman. Mm-hmm. You get the woman to agree. And she didn't have nothing to do with it. Take the church. Yeah. You blame it on God and you talk about your church no. and all mm-hmm. of this there. Then you go back and then you talk about what everybody else is talking about by you while sprinkling in commentary that you also now have a couple's book coming out. 
Yeah. Smart. He he did. He built off his success. He was like, y'all want to expose me? Okay, I'm going to make money off of it. That's the smart thing now. That's yeah. why this exposure culture is like so <laughs> ridiculous. To this cancel culture, even it's though exhausting. I agree with some stuff like this race, these racist people profiting off of being a racist. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with anything that's going against, you know, living humanity. But if this man is just doing, and only reason I say this is because women don't, let me say this in all fairness, women know when they're getting cheated on. Ooh, a woman is it. an emotional being. She knows when a man's dick has been in another woman's vagina because she can feel it. She can internalize it. The energy is just not the same. Well, what so about same-sex couples? Do they know Listen, too? you know, okay. they know too. Okay. Anybody that's getting penetrated, anybody that's getting penetrated can tell when the penetration is different. They can tell. You know yourself, especially if you love yourself. So this man is gone from nine to five. You go to work in those times. You go into lunch. On your lunch, did you call me on your lunch? How long was the conversation? Mm. These are the th- these are the questions that you shouldn't have to ask when you're in a healthy relationship. Mm. So if you're asking those questions and those are thoughts that's going through your mind, something is wrong, baby boo, mm-hmm. boy or girl. Something is wrong. Yeah. You you need to sit that person down and talk to them. And then if you don't, if you just let that shit go silent, then nobody is to blame for it. Not you or him because you let this shit go on and he did it. Yeah. And what I get to say about Derek is he was just a typical guy like Steve Harvey. He did stuff. Mm -hmm. He wrote a brilliant book. The The information that he gave was true. Yeah. And my question is, why do women keep needing so much self-help to get over men? Mm, mm. Shouldn't that be the question? Mm. Like, when are y'all going to just, not y'all, not y'all just speaking about women, but when are these women who are not taking control of their lives going to start saying, hey. When marriage as an institution isn't so so prominent and is if it isn't so. Um, Instagrammable. Yeah. Look at my or wedding important party. to a lot of people. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where what someone else's relationship is what you determine your relationship. And that's not you mm-hmm. model your relationship off of somebody right. else. And Everybody and is different. And on top of that, take consideration social media. They only show you the good. They only show you a cute picture. They don't show you all the ugly ones that they edited. Until mm-hmm. it's bad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then they erase all the pictures of the person that they were smiling so happily with. Like, come on now. Like, all that shit is fake. Yeah, like yeah, but y'all, this was the issue before relationships were Instagrammable, though. I think yeah. the same issues existed. When they had sure. it on MySpace, yeah. <laughs> it was the same. The yearbook picture. The bad things. Oh, what mm-hmm. happened? Now you want to tell everything and yeah, let it be a big thing. Yeah. Or or even And you was never home because when you were home, all she did was get on your fucking nerves. Or even when you are as you get to be into adulthood in the black community and like you all of a sudden got this sister and this brother that you, you never knew about or like all mm-hmm. these siblings that you know, that you nobody ever talked about or other things that come out only as you become adults. And so I'm saying before social media, there were ev- there's evidence of issues in oh, black yeah. marriage that 
people just in all marriage yeah don't talk about or we don't want to i mean that's what we grew up we don't talk about what happens in my house stays in this house yeah it's like so normalized to just Mm -hmm. have this dysfunction in 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 black marriages and black families i think it's just like yeah i agree i I do (laughs) i do think i i do think black people know black community knows what a healthy relationship looks like i do think that is i just think that people want to believe that everything is hunky-dory and can things be hunky-dory all the time no there will be an hour there may be a day that you may be upset with your partner but that doesn't mean you have to go to bed upset that don't mean it you know you're gonna eat some food one minute and you're gonna not think about it the next minute because you're gonna laugh and talk about something Mm -hmm. because you know when you're upset it's just like what kids is you upset with your kid for a minute but that's your child you love them regardless yeah and if you love them if you're in a relationship and you love that person regardless of what they're what they're do yeah. you know forgiveness is possible forgiveness is possible yes, it I gives know. and take I, I agree i'm just curious thank y'all for that because I, I i don't know sometimes i pay attention to the news cycle sometimes i don't I, i'm glad i didn't get highly invested because yeah, i'm like um why are you trying it's, to this 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 exposed culture. I like people that be like, you can't expose a bitch with nothing to hide. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't have nothing to hide, uh, yeah, yeah, I had a threesome. That yeah, I did it. I mean, like, yeah, it was me. Like, don't have nothing to hide. If you're gonna do it, just try not to have nothing to hide. And if yeah. you're gonna have something to hide, make sure you're doing it with somebody who's gonna keep their damn mouth closed. Oh, okay. capiche? <laughs> <laughs> but it's the truth. It's the truth. Okay, not saying w- that you should do something, but this is my. I'll yeah, do hit this me with one. one of these terms. Okay. What is figging? Figging. F i g g i n g. Figging. Figging. Do you know figs. what it is? I know. Okay, so figs are a fruit. Mm-hmm. And they're dried fruits. Mm-hmm. So usually dried. There are fresh ones that are really delicious. Mm-hmm. Very a lot of varieties of figs. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. know. You don't know what figging is. So now you have to go try it this weekend oh. still. <laughs> Figging is the act of inserting a piece of peeled ginger into someone's butthole, which would burn, <laughs> sting, and be quite painful. <laughs> Figging allegedly oriented as a non-sexual form <laughs> of punishment on female prisoners in um, by the Greek and Roman empires. Ew. That's like horrible. Like, why would somebody? But I, you know, people that be into SM stuff, they probably find that stuff like sticking ginger, sticking ginger butt. in your butt and letting it sting and burn. I don't like no butt to sting and burn. Yikes! I would just say, don't wipe your ass if you want it to sting and burn. How about mm. that? Well, they, <laughs> that's I, a sting and burn you can't get. That's a fig right there. Uh, <laughs> fig Newton. Okay, that's ridiculous. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> oh, let uh, me see what else would you know. What do you? Think? Think um, we asked that one already. What do you think C B T is? C B T. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. It's something sexual. These are all sexual questions. Okay. Um. C B T. Uh. C B T. Um. Let's what see. Maybe. Uh, coming by oh yep there you go coming by the tongue there you go coming by the tongue is that right (laughs) that is not correct (laughs) coming uh before i don't know 
It is cognitive behavior therapy. Oh, sexual? (laughs) Yes, it is. No, there's something really... It is helpful. It's a helpful form of sex talk. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, cognitive behavioral therapy means something else, I thought. I don't know. No, I don't know. It's like having someone um, talking through having a penis inserted into them. Like, Mm. relax all your muscles. Okay. Lay on your back. So, I guess cognitive behavioral therapy has a lot of different... That's what this says in regards to sex time. Okay. Okay. So this, yeah. Actually, it stands for cock and ball torture. <laughs> so it's like when you tie That's, the balls up and oh, yeah. they get pleasure through that. I don't, the balls are like touchy for some people. Mm. And I don't think ball play is sexy at all. Or even like these penis rings. Did we talk about this before where you put the ring on there? No. We talked about that, didn't we? But let me expose uh, some tea. I, okay. I have an ex who has a Prince George, and it's disgusting. What the hell is that? Like a piercing through your pee hole. <gasps> no. Why? Yes. I do not know. Oh, no. This was some years ago when I saw it. Okay, no, and kink, I was no like, kink shaming. I don't know about I'm that I'm not one, kink though. shaming. It's just, I'm not into it. Like, I do not know <sighs> why you have a hoop ring through your pee hole. I just like pee to come out, and that's it. Mm, it, must be, like it must do something for him. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, does you it make you come him. harder? Yeah, no, it's just a, like for show. And he like, I don't even feel it no more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. But he put his finger through it and was like, <gasps> yeah. Oh, it was no. wild when I first That's saw wild. it. I'm That's 40, wild. so this was years ago. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Not nothing surprises you anymore? <laughs> Not really. I know somebody who is like a hardcore thug who likes to have balls pulled out their booty. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's a lot of dudes. We'll talk about that on the DL show. Yeah, we, we just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll blow your mind I'm back. already late. Here I am mm. just talking about CBT. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what are you deleting today, Chantal? What's on your mind? Right. <laughs> Cock and ball torture is in your mind now. Um, I'm going to pay attention um, to the news cycle a little bit closely and to see, read between the lines because things are different now that Trump's gone. People are really reaching right now. Yeah. So, um, which is good. Yeah, I'm you're gonna, saying that as a good thing, right? Uh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep monitoring the situation, and mm. I'll, I'll get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> I am deleting. Um, not doing affirmations because. Um, I was just listening to a, a Yama Van Zant today and how affirmations started back in 1843 or something like that, and they came up with a way of just like positive thinking and how they actually. Um, what you say actually affirms your day and that's what you walk into. So um, I used to be in this like clubhouse group where we give five, five daily affirmations and it would be so hard. But if it's, you just think of like the small things. So my affirmation leaving this show is just to um, be more cognitive of giving ball therapy. No, I'm joking. <laughs> be more cognitive of actually um, doing my affirmations and knowing that they are important that we affirm our days and affirm our lives and speak what we want to in existence because I'm a firm believer and we speak what we want to exist in. Absolutely. So that's it. I'm with you on that one. That's yes. good. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Shauna, I love today's show. Yeah, me too. Yeah, There's I'm looking be forward more to shows it. Like this. I know. I'm looking forward to it. I like it. It's, it yeah. flows very well. Just the flow. Y'all get to know. Hope y'all like it too. Time on the air. Shauna Luke. Shana. Oh, yeah, we didn't say. Okay. That's right. They know who we that's are. That's right. They, they do know. Shows in, honey. <laughs> Yes, join us again next week. Next week, download and delete. Bye. Bye.
You want